From the Oxano Podcast Network, welcome to My Ministry Breakthrough, hosted by me, Brian Rose. This podcast is all about pastors sharing unfiltered stories of moments large and small, of times when the fog of ministry chaos clears and breakthrough clarity happens. There's always unfinished uh, work, un- unconquered territory. So just because there's unconquered territory doesn't mean that you're not finished. So, you know, the Apostle Paul says, I fought the good fight, I finished the race, I've kept the faith. It doesn't mean every single person on the planet had been reached, but he had finished his role, his responsibility. Mm-hmm. That was just a liberating passage for me um, to process both Kenton's transition and mine. So there's still unconquered territory in Orange County, but that doesn't mean that um, Kenton's not finished well. So Kenton's finished well, even though there's still unconquered territory. I've finished well, even though there's still unconquered territory. And it's just a reminder that um, the Lord doesn't need any of us. The unconquered territory just shows that we aren't God. Only He's the one who ultimately fulfills the, the mission and the ministry. My guest in this episode is Eric Geiger, author and pastor of Mariner's Church in Orange County, California. I'm honored to connect with Eric in a season of significant transition for him and his family. Eric has stepped away from Lifeway Christian Resources, where he served seven years as vice president. He led the team that developed the Gospel Project, as well as the Christian Standard Bible. He was involved in other key initiatives in publishing and retail. By every measure, Eric was at the pinnacle of leadership, but his heart was in the local church. So right from the jump, we get into why he left Lifeway, why it is important for his family to see him leading in a church, not just for the church. We also explored how to handle the conflicting emotions of transition, leaving unfinished work at one place, but loving a new adventure of obedience in another. One big breakthrough moment was around why people will always be disappointed in your ministry and the one thing you should do right now in response. So lean in and listen up to this episode of My Ministry Breakthrough with Eric Geiger, Senior Pastor of Mariner's Church in Orange County, California. You are the the incoming senior pastor, Mariner's. Yeah. Now there's going to be a season of transition. Yep. What's that going to look like there? Yeah, so depending on when, when you drop the, the recording, when this is, yeah. I'll either be on an airplane on the way there or maybe already already started. So early September, I become the senior pastor at Mariner's Church. Kenton In Irvine, California. Irvine, California, yeah. Uh, Kenton has been the pastor there for, gosh, 35 years, an incredible leader. And so he's going to still be on the team, uh, I guess, Pastor Emeritus. And I, I want to learn from him and and yeah. have him teach. And and he's so wise. I mean, I've learned yeah. so much from him just in the, the the small number of interactions that we've had. And he's, he's so helpful. He he will mess, shoot me a text and say, hey, you got anything you want to talk about? And so I'm, I'm really grateful for him, not only what he's done, but what he's he, the relationship that we're in the process of building and developing now. His wife's awesome, Lori. She's been great to me, but also great to, to Kay, my wife. What's that What's that season of overlap going to look like? Have you guys defined a boundary on the front and back, or is it just— um, so back, back, You mean like time-wise? Yeah, boundary? Yeah. yeah. I know he's he's probably tapering down. You're, you're yeah. ramping up. Yeah, so he's uh, he's actually moved out of his office, and okay. so that the um, that office is, you know, my which I think symbolically is probably a pretty big 
statement to, yeah. the, to the staff. You know, so when I get there, I'll be. He's down in some corner broom closet. Uh, somewhere. He's actually off campus. He actually okay. has a has an office off campus, and he the teaching series this fall. He mapped it out and he gave me several slots in it, and then I'm mapping out the teaching series after that. So, and then I'll give him you know teaching slots there, uh, and I want to you know I want. I don't know what we haven't said. Hey, it's yeah. gonna feel like yeah. X percent, yeah. um, but I want to. I want him to be highly involved. You know. Yeah, he's been around a long time, and, and you're you're following a beloved leader. Oh man, he's, my interaction with Mariners has been been huge, and so I know yeah. that you know you and I both have worked with enough churches in those yeah. transitional seasons. There's there's value, there's beauty, oh, in that. Man. and there's also some landmines and challenges. Do you see what you know? Do, what do you see on the challenge? What do you see on the on the beauty side? Man, I. A lot of the landlines that you hear um, would be when there's not a great relationship between the the outgoing leader and the Mm -hmm. incoming leader. And so, you know, by God's grace, it doesn't seem like that's going to be the issue, you know, because I have so much respect for him and and he's been so good, so good to me. Um, The team's healthy. Um, I'm really grateful for the the team that's that's already there. I've spent some time with him and connecting with them. I feel feel really good about the team. And then, you know, um, there's always going to be seasons of transition, even with the same yeah. leader. So even when I was leading in every context, we were in the middle of transitions yeah. all the time. Yeah. So there'll be there'll always be transitions happening at some level. Obviously, this is the big, massive one when you have a guy who's been there so long yeah. stepping out. But he's stepping out in a very healthy way. He, he, had, told, he had told people for years that he was going to be stepping out. So this, right. is, this wasn't a sudden... A sudden thing, um, you know, it has a sense of finality to it. Right. it one of the things that has been really cool uh, with the, the staff there is just the openness of putting putting the issue on the table, which was, hey, for them, for for the Mariners team, holding both holding two emotions simultaneous. One grieving the the end of an error of Kenton, you know, right. not not that he's leaving, but the end of him being the, the senior pastor holding that while simultaneously holding excitement for the future. And I get it. And I told them, Hey, I'm having the same emotion. Cause I'm, I'm on one hand, I'm, I'm grieving the loss of a team that I love that I've built, you know, for seven years at Lifeway. And I'm super excited about the future. And so holding those at the same time has been, oh, man, it's, it's, it's challenging, but it's also a blessing. And, and it's watching them love Kenton, you know, some, some pastors might, be put off by that. Some guys might go in and be insecure by yeah. how much they love Kenton. Think about what's the flip side that they would bash. Their, yeah, their yeah. guy. Yeah, that'd be worse. Yeah, right? and then and the, so the flip side of them bashing Kenton would be well, then they're going to bash me one day. Yeah, yeah. Then you're just going to be the next. I'm the next just going to be the next person that they're bashing, or you're the next guy up to be loved on. The next guy up to be taken care exactly. of. Exactly. And so the be, so yeah. because of the love and respect they have for him, I, I don't view that as. Uh, oh man, this is going to be hard for me. I view it as thank God that there's a healthy culture where they love and respect them. Is there anything you're doing right now, just in your walk with God, your your personal time, that's transferable to another pastor that's maybe stepping into that role that's holding those two emotions? Maybe there's a a guy listening to this who's yeah. who's in that I'm about to leave season, yeah. or a guy who's stepping in behind a well loved leader. I mean, I yeah. can think of a couple of churches right now where you know. A, you know, Whitesburg Baptist Church in Huntsville, Alabama, right, totally. pastor, yep. 40 years. Jimmy Jackson. Jimmy Jackson, you know, well-loved, yep. respected, just great teacher. Now he's 
He's transitioning to a new pastor. So there's guys out there, yep. uh, men and women out there that are all over listening to this. Yeah. And in those moments, is there anything you're doing? Is there anything the Lord has showed you that's transferable right yeah. there in that moment to them? So a word that the Lord gave me as I was have been praying through this is actually in, in the book of Joshua. So I had started reading the book of Joshua when I knew that we were going to be teaching it this fall. I started reading through it even before I made the final decision to go. Yeah. And I was wrestling with leaving unfinished work in my current role. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I feel guilty. I, I really sense the Lord's leading me to go. But at the same time, I feel there's some unfinished things. Middle of some big projects, yep. middle of some big initiatives. Some big things. Yeah. And then Joshua 13, verse 1 says that, so Joshua's old in age. I'm paraphrasing, but Joshua's old in age. And there was some unconquered um, territory. Hmm. So essentially, there's always going to be unfinished. We hope, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. There's always un, there's always stuff to do, right? Yeah. There's always unfinished uh, work, un, unconquered territory. So just because there's unconquered territory doesn't mean that you're not finished. So you know, the Apostle Paul says, "I fought the good right. I fought the good fight. I finished the race. I've kept the faith." It doesn't mean every single person on the planet had been reached, but he had finished his role, his responsibility. Mm-hmm. That was just a liberating passage for me um, to process both Kenton's transition and mine. So there's still unconquered territory in Orange County, but that doesn't mean that um, Kenton's not finished well. So Kenton's finished well, even though there's still unconquered territory. I've finished well, even though there's still unconquered territory. And it's just a reminder that um, the Lord doesn't need any of us. He's bigger than the unconquered territory just shows that we aren't God. Yeah. Only he's the one who ultimately fulfills the, the mission and the ministry. So that, that breakthrough moment for you maybe is in that unconquered territory, that it's okay you can, that you yep. haven't done everything. Yep. That well and and that even after I die, they won't have done everything. <laughs> you know, not till yeah. not till we're with him forever, you know. Is it we, we kinda we kinda think we should be able to do everything yep. and I could felt, do everything. I've struggled with that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I appreciate you you sharing that. Give me a let's let's rewind now. I mean, we jumped straight in there and I love that just yeah. you know. Rewind back to even the transition out of Christ Fellowship and into Lifeway and then the last few years at Lifeway. Just give us a sense of, you know, for you, what that's meant to to your leadership now as you step back into yeah. the local church. Because you've led a multi-hundred million dollars yeah. of, or, I mean, just, you know, and at the highest level. Yeah. Um, and now you're walking back into a pastoral role. What are you bringing with you from those experiences, do you think? Yeah, man, I hope, I know I'm bringing a lot of things and then there's some things I'm like, man, I don't know if I'm ever going to use that again. You know, I learned I learned so many. Like turning in receipts? <laughs> well, I learned business terms. <laughs> Concur. Yeah, uh, yeah, those things. But, but you know, I learned, I, learned, um, I learned financial disciplines that you wouldn't need in a local church. You had to have you know, for your role. I had to have for my role. Yeah. I learned marketing things that I, I don't think I'll need yeah. in a local church. I've re- I, honestly, I wrestled with that, Brian. I wrestled with, um, man, why did I learn all these you know, what was the point of learning these? And so I, I do feel maybe sometimes you learn stuff just to prove, just to, to learn, you know, to keep, yeah. to keep expanding your mind. Yeah. And then you never know there, the Lord will redeem that and use that. So yeah, definitely leading that life way was, um, it was a huge honor and yeah. it, it was a fun run. I can't believe it's seven years has passed. I'm really proud of some of the stuff that we were able to launch. I mean, I look at this fall, we'll probably have 1.6 million people use the gospel project. You know, we got it's to huge. launch that. Well, we had, we saw um, the Christian Standard Bible get launched. I was going to say, the, CSB man, has got to be just, one of those things. That you, just, I mean, that. Yeah. there's some things like that that I'm like, man, I, 
I got to be a part of that. Mm. And and that it's really broad and you know a lot of lives were impacted. You miss the depth that you get when you're pastoring one church, you know? Yeah. And so I missed that from my days in, in Miami. And and you know, I, I always thought and really my wife was a big part of this, that we would go back to a local church one day. We I didn't know there was part of me that thought maybe awesome if we could wait till the kids got through school because they're here, yeah. they're settled here. Uh, you know, that I have to wait another, you know, eight to ten years before I went back. Or do I go back now? And then so I wrestled with that. And then the What was the breakthrough moment for you in that in wrestling kind of from the family side of it? Um to have a good run with my kids of them seeing daddy as, as pastor. They they don't remember really daddy as pastor. Yeah. Why is that important for you? Um, because they see me doing <laughs> they probably see me doing, you know, when you're the the role I was in, they see me managing a budget or something probably more than they see me um on a front on the front lines. Yeah. You know? Um now, I it doesn't mean that uh I didn't help them yeah. get to the front lines. Connect the so, dots. Yeah, and I, see I, how I saw I mean I, I brought them to all kind of yeah. stuff. I and, love seeing you, you know, traveling with your daughter. Oh man, and, I brought them to them. our events and our yeah. camps yeah. and 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 used all of our material with them. So, and yeah. I would I would help them see that. Um but I but but they saw it on a broad level, not not yeah. deep. So that that was part of it. And then and then really the liberating thing was God just made it really very clear. Orange County and Mariners. Uh, I think I remember you saying that a trip out there with one it, of your daughters it, yeah, was a part of that, right? It was ridiculous what happened. I was out there in February speaking for a Lifeway thing, actually. Yeah. And I'm texting my wife saying, baby, this is weird. I don't, I can't explain it, but I have a desire to come live here. This is in February. Well, uh, well, it was February, and February in Nashville is not the hey, best hey, time. It was actually colder. You're in Southern California it, it, in February, that's true, bro. That's true. But I it, mean, was <laughs> it was actually colder in uh, OC than it was uh, Nashville in February. Yeah, but that's a different kind of cold, right? Uh, yeah, I, 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 you're right, though, the, the, the weather. <laughs> but it was it, 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 it can sound mystical as I was saying. I'm saying it, but it just it was this sense of— Yeah, I was going to say, how did you feel it? What was that? i tell you how it felt. It felt this is what I told Kay. I haven't felt that way about a city since I was in Miami. So mm. when I was in Miami, I felt like this is my city. Yeah. Um, and I haven't really felt that way about Nashville. And I love Nashville, yeah. but we consume from Nashville. We consume from it. We um, yeah. Yeah. we go to the cool restaurants. We go to the cool coffee shops. But I haven't woken up every morning with a with a, a burden on my heart for the city, I, this city. And part of it, my, my role. Life I was going to ask, is that how much of that's your role yeah, and how much? Yeah, of my it? role, my role Lifeway wasn't about Nashville. We, yeah. you know, we were located in Nashville, yeah, but yeah. it was about. It was beyond. Beyond, right. beyond Nashville. My role in Miami was a lot about Miami. And so when I'm out there in February, I'm like, I, I told Kay via text, I'm like, baby, I haven't felt this way about a place since Miami. Um, so that, I got home on a Sunday night. Tucked Eden in bed, my, my oldest daughter who was out there with me. In fact, even with Eden, I was saying, baby, this is a place we could live one day. That was in February. And she was um, like, no, nah, Dad. Well, she no, was like, really, why? And we were talking about, you know, That's talking awesome. about ministry, and and she's 10. And so uh, got home, and then um, I was telling Kay more about the trip. And when we finished talking, I had a text message saying, hey, I want to talk to you about Mariner's Church. Yeah. And I was like, there is no way. I went and I went. And, into the bedroom, had the phone, showed Kay, and said, "Baby, you're not going to believe this. We were just talking. This just happened. Yeah, that yeah. was crazy." And I mean, yeah. listen, that might happen to, to those who are listening more than it happens to me. That's a rare thing for yeah, me. I, yeah. you know, that was 
that was like, whoa, that's the timing was was uh, eye opening. It's I would feel like that maybe sometimes. And I've been there ministering on yeah. staff, pastoring a local church. It's, it's easy sometimes to forget that burden, that that calling for a place. You feel it when it, when it's new, right? You feel yes. it when the potential yeah. is there. Um, what what have you done in the past or what do you foresee doing in the future out there to, to kind of remain connected? Yeah. To remain and keep that burden for a yeah. place. And not just, again, because slip into that, well, I'm here to consume Totally. From Orange County because it's now I'm I'm on a staff role. Is there is there anything that you've done before yeah. or can see yourself doing out there to stay passionate and hungry for that, Absolutely. that place? Yeah, I, I mean I, I can look back at what I did in Miami and, and I'm hoping I'll do the same thing. Some of them are real practical. It's okay to be uh, practical, like so that yeah. Some I mean I eat local. Don't eat the chains. Okay, you know? um, and and try to get just get a yeah. feel of the culture that way. Um, Adopt all the sports teams. Okay, you know, throw yourself into the into that vibe. That's so. A, that, so Titans jerseys are staying in the house. Well, I, see, I wasn't. I, did you think the appraiser might consider Nashville, that? Nashville wasn't my thing, you know. So I didn't. I never even had a Titans deal. I went to like one game. You still um, you're still rocking your Dolphins. Dolphin I was gear. still a Miami guy, you know. Still Miami guy. Uh, still Hurricanes and and um and the Heat for sure. But but now I'm gonna I'm gonna have to switch. You know, I'm going. Huh? I'm going. I'm going out to to Orange County. Um, for sure, praying for for the community, yeah, yeah. and then looking for real tangible ways as a church to serve. And and, and Mariners does have a great legacy yeah. there. Mariners really does. Actually, Kenton's wife Lori is the one who who just deeply ingrained that in the DNA of the church years ago, and it's still there. And she 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 led extremely well. So give me an example of that. What's you know? Uh, there's learning centers, community okay. centers, uh, and that was a pastor's wife. You you said yeah. Well, she, yeah. She she actually was was the the, the leader of the missions oh, wow. of the missions ministry. She wrote a book called Love Without Walls. Okay. She wrote with Leadership Network. It's, it's, it's um basically tells the story of yeah. all the local things that Mariners and global, but um, some of the local things that Mariners has done. That's cool. That's cool to see that, you know, that kind of co-ministry walking alongside. Totally. That's yep. got to be uh, an exciting thing. Let's talk about the nuts and bolts of, of leadership, you know, in the local church. You've been serving at Lifeway. You've had a team around you. Yeah. Uh, I love I love asking leaders this question about staff. Like, what are those things that your staff does uh, that just really, man, you love it, right? This just kind of, you feel like, man, you know, this is, yeah. I love these habits. I love these practices or maybe the things you're coaching. And then we could flip if 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 there is anything there that may just irritate you that may just kind of be like, yeah. man, I just you know I want to I want to see movement there. Plus, if anybody's out there, Mariners listening, this is going to be perfect. You know, oh, this, this is gonna a, be, this is like a sub. This is, this be is a like a subversive, up, right? subversive thing. Yeah, I'm trying to give. I'm uh, trying to. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to give sure, them yeah. breakthrough and your wow. breakthrough. Um, but you know, a lot of team that I've led here yeah. at Lifeway, yeah. and they're, gosh, man, they are. You got some. You got some a player, high, man, high capacity, high leaders, capacity yeah. people, man. I mean, they're 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 super. Gosh, they they are smart, hardworking, yep. love Jesus. Um, it's been it's been really an honor to to be the leader of the team. So I, you know, every staff member adds either adds energy to you or takes energy from you. And so, what what adds energy to you? What what does a staff member do that adds energy? Um, I mean, practically, if if they're if. They're not continually adding more things to my to-do list, you know. <laughs> They're uh, taking things from your to-do list, yeah, not adding. Or, or the things that are being added to the do, to, added to the to-do list are um, things that are bearing fruit, you yeah. know. And, and I'm needing to respond because something that they're leading is 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 bearing fruit and having. And I want to jump in on that, yeah. you know. Um, so 
another way that they add energy is that um, that they're bringing solutions to problems, not just problems. Mm-hmm. Um, another way they add energy is that they're developing other leaders. And so when you look at them behind them is is a is a crew of other people who who are are leading to multiply. And so they're adding energy by multiplying their leadership, just not by getting stuff done. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, I think, that, I think that's great. And probably every pastor out there is thinking, man, I, you know, that's me too. Yeah. Is there anything you've done specifically? Have there been any breakthrough moments for you in, in leading your team to do those things? Even in the yeah. last few years, you know, applying some of that experience yeah. at LifeWay to, to, to Mariners. What's been something you've done, you've seen yeah. from your role that's helped your team? Probably the that? biggest honor uh, in, in the last couple of weeks for me is as people on my team have thanked me and, mm-hmm. you know, publicly and then one-on-one, um, a consistent theme has been that they felt developed, you know, really developed in the yeah. last several years. So I, I've thought about, you know, what did I do? What did I do to really develop them? Cause I want to do that again. Yeah. You know, I yeah. want to go back. I want to go, I want to keep that going. And, you know, for some, it was that we read, we read books together. It's for some that I, uh, recommend a specific book for them. For some, it's that kind of taking the Phil Jackson approach, right? Exactly, right? that's what he did. That, yeah. yeah. Uh, for some, it's that um, you know I, I I would insist that they would practice their presentations in front of me. So we would choose a, a discipline early on. We I wanted us to be really good at giving presentations, and so we would I'd force everybody to you know practice their. Why presentation. was that important to you? Because um, when we'd stand in front of church leaders, we'd have to be. I'd want us to be sure we'd articulate the heartbeat, the mission behind what we're doing, and not just the product. Because uh, at that time, I was concerned when I first came that we were, we had great products, but we talked about product and not the mission and the value beneath the, the surface. And so I, I wanted, um, I just wanted to be sure that we could, in in an elevator conversation or an hour long plenary presentation, really capture the essence of, of what this is and what problem it solves for, for the church and why we do it, you know. And so applying that forward now to Mariners. Yeah leading your team to not just kind of, I, I can imagine yeah. that saying, Hey, we're not just here to have services. We're not just here to have groups right. and service projects, but there is a mission here. There is a calling. Yeah. There is, you know, I think, I think to apply though, what I'll need to do is um, I came in and looked at the context of Lifeway, which was a great organization. Yeah. So I'm going to Mariners, great organization and just looked at where I could add value on the early. And so I'll, I'll need to spend some, some time, Saying, okay, you know, I, I can I can add some value here. I, I can if I do some training in this in this realm, or I spend some time with this team. Uh, this this is where, really where we can put some wins on the board, um, and I can I can be helpful. You know, I want to be helpful. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a leader who I'm not really looking. I don't view leadership as I'm looking to get a bunch of people around to help me. I really want to go and help the team. You know, I want to I want to be helpful to the people that the Lord's put in those in those roles. What are some practices in these first six to 12 weeks you're going to do to do that? What are some practical? Yeah. Like, and I want to kind of dive down and get insanely practical for anyone who might be listening and transitioning yeah. into a role. Is there anything you know you're going to do to stay in that posture, to really listen and, and yeah, find I, out? Man, Mirrors is, is so, um, has so many highly skilled, high capacity leaders that yeah. there's, there's a team that's put together like an integration plan for me. And so I'm just going to spend the first, couple of months doing a, it's set up to listen because right. of the meetings and the, and, and the conversations that I'm going to be. What I'm are you most having. excited about that you see in the plan? Did the uh, meeting with key leaders, yeah. you know, staff leaders and elders and, and look, look, looking forward to 
to get to know people. Yeah. What's been a communication moment for you in the last, let's just look at it, the last um, seven years. I know you, you've, you've been a teaching pastor, you've been senior pastor, even in your role at Lifeway. You've also yeah. kind of been a, um, a, a pastor who's gone and spoken and kind of filled in for other guys you know and stuff. Yeah, and I used you, to preach you some. At, at, yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, Full you paid, disclosure. You, you actually yeah. paid attention. I, you know, I, I think I had to. Your wife I, liked all my rap references. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm more excited about the, the the folks at Mariners getting to pick up on those things. On I want to know who that person is that's going to— Well, I, I've, I've listened a little bit of Kendrick Lamar lately, being that he's uh, the yeah. clean version, the clean version. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, being that he's the West Coast, you know. Yeah, you're going to drop in some Kendrick in there. and some... I'm going to have to throw in, throw in a little bit of Be Humble. Yeah, yeah. I think that is a good song. Uh, the clean version. The, the clean, clean version. Only the, the one that's played on the NBA playoffs. That's right. That's, that's right. Yeah. You can pretty much just listen to the chorus. That's, pretty that's much it. it. That's right? pretty much it. Pretty much just the chorus. No, I love that. That's going to be fun. Has there been a communication moment that's been like for you in the last few years as you look back that's just been like, man, this was this was it. I was all threes. You know, the, the basket is as big as a trash can and you just feel like you're... Oh, when you when things are just clicking when you're preaching or yeah, teaching? Yeah, yeah. Huh. Um, well, I can think of ones where it wasn't. Yeah, well, guess that. <laughs> Let's go there. there. No, nah, there's just time, you know, uh, so, the problem sometimes with, uh, in my role at Lifeway, when you hit di- different spots. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I'd preach. You preach the same message over and over. Let's just go ahead and say and that. Sometimes <laughs> there's a little bit of that, but 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 you, when you go to a um, to a place, I, I found it takes probably three or four weeks for. A, I'm not the preacher who. There's some preachers who, man, the first time you hear them, you're like, this is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um. I when I was interim at fire from at, the yeah, right. Yeah. I was interim pastor at Inglewood and Jackson, interim pastor of uh, preaching pastor at Valleydale and Birmingham. Uh-huh. I think it was probably week four, five, or six where I don't I don't know. It, it felt the people settled into a rhythm, and we just had fun together. You like know? like you're like you're their guy. Yeah. Okay. Point. You know what? We're gonna listen to this guy for the next several months. Okay. Teach. And was so, that you or or you think them? I don't know. I and so I've I've really I've asked. You know what? I've asked the Lord. Like, is there any way I can speed up that process as yeah, I go yeah. as I go to Mariners so that the first week would feel like the fifth week? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, in terms of connection with the people, right? Yeah. So I and what and did he say? Be I, humble. I, I don't have a word yet from that man. Yeah. yeah. I'm just gonna let the word do its thing. You know, yeah. Lu- I got I got to go with Martin Luther. The word does the work. The word does the work. I'm just gonna yeah. let the yeah. I, you know, Luther said I didn't do anything. The word did it all. Yeah. That's yeah. that's legit right there. That is. That's actually. I did nothing. The word did it all. Yeah. He said all I did was um, drink beer. And uh, or drink wine and <laughs> Martin write. Luther bringing it, huh? <laughs> and the word did it all. The yeah. word did it all. Yeah, that is. Um, yeah, I think that's important for us to think about because too many times as pastors and leaders, we are we're out there and we're working, and and we know we've got to study and try ourselves approved. We know we've got to put in the the time. You can't just roll in on Sunday morning and, and ad lib. And so, but in that moment of doing the work. You've got to remember that it's not the work you're doing that's actually producing the outcome. That's right. It's the, it's the word that, you know, is there is there a practice that or a reminder for you in that? Is there anything you do that kind of? Yeah, well, I think you said it great. Um, it doesn't mean to wing it. You know, when you look at the Apostle Paul in Acts 17, and he's yeah. he's quoting from the prophets yeah. of the day. He's I mean, pointing he, out he's there. Not, yeah. He's just not winging that. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was he was learned. He, he studied. He, yeah, their prophets. Yeah, he 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 listened to their. That music, wasn't all. That wasn't right? off. The, that's right. That wasn't off the cuff. Yeah. I mean, he 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 
was prepared. Yeah. And so it, it trust in the word doesn't mean not yeah. preparing, but then ultimately realizing that if anything happens of life change in somebody's soul, it's not it's not because of me. Mm-hmm. It's it's ultimately because of the Lord. Yeah. I love that. Um man, I'm I'm sitting here thinking, you know, what's I, 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 I love the question, is there any kind of big idea you're pursuing, far-fetched idea, you know, kind of giving yourself permission to fail? Um, I know that it would be easy to characterize this transition from Lifeway to Mariners as that, you know, kind of the— that As moment. a fail? No, no, no. <laughs> like, this is big idea, this yeah, far-fetched— yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It'd be easy to I've say— I've had you, a word from you, the Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, But, but I, you know, I know it'd be—if I ask the question, hey, what's this big idea you're pursuing? Yeah. What's this far-fetched— idea it'd be easy to kind of throw that hey, yeah I'm some people said i was i was crazy you're leaving a, yeah. a really incredible gig that yeah i mean honestly a lot of pastors want to leave yeah that's what i was gonna ask a, a lot, lot of pastors, pastors want to do what you did a lot of pastors want to do what i did not what you're doing that's right. right yeah and i had i had awesome people that said yeah. there's dozens of churches like mariners yeah. and there but there's one kind of gig that you've been doing you know yeah. stick with what you've been doing uh and you learned all these things stick with what you've been doing um I, you know, I, I get the, and those were good people saying that that wasn't, um, yeah. but they were, they were people who also were processing and saying, Hey, but I'm supportive and I'll, I'm mm-hmm. praying with you and, and, and whatever. And the Lord just made it really clear that, you know, there is only one Mariners too, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and there's only one uh, group of people there and there's only one Orange County. And, and, and that's, that's where I've got you for this next run. Beyond that though, is there something you're doing maybe in your personal life, maybe with your family? That 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 I know that could seem like the big idea. That yeah. could seem like that. Is there anything beyond that though? Is there any, you know peel that off for you personally? Maybe it's something in your walk with Christ. You know something you're pursuing that's just out there. You know in a big idea sense right now. Man, there's really nothing bigger than this. this okay, here. okay, that's yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, this, this, this is, is huge. So well, I just, this has just been um, a br- honestly, it's been br- it's been messy. Yeah. To get to this conclusion, uh, making this decision was um, a lot of wrestling with the Lord. And I and I and I'm like, God, I don't even I, you know, the, it said in the, in the scripture that Jacob, you know, wrestled and won. I'm like, God, I don't want to win. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to win. Yeah. You win. Just make it clear. You win. Um, Do you have a limp that's coming out of this? Has there been a moment? Where- yeah, there's a limp. There's there's a there's a wound, you know, because yeah. um, there's a death of of my security. You know, mm-hmm. there's a death of my comfort. Things are things are. I was in a rhythm here yeah. and and there's a, I'm leaving all of that behind to go to a, to go to something new, you know? And, yeah. and I'm doing, this is the first time that I've made a move that really feels like it involves impacting the lives of my kids. Yeah. You know, when I moved from Miami to here, they were, they were like, you know, three and one about to be four and two. Yeah. It, it did not feel at all like it was going to impact them. You know, what's something you're doing right now for your kids? What's something you're doing right now in this season to help them? Man, we're a lot of, um, Looking back at some of the the, the the things we were reading in the scripture together, even in the middle of, of all, so I I've been reading the I finished reading the book of Genesis with Eden, and now we're in Proverbs. And so looking back at Abraham, then I read that with Evie too. Hey, he left and didn't even know where he was going. Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine if we sold our house right now and and Dad came home and said we're selling our house and we're getting in the getting the Jeep and we don't even know we don't even know where we're gonna stop. That, that's what that guy did. Yeah. We're going to, we know exactly where we're going. We have a house that we're going to move to, Yeah, you know? So 
hey, it's taken faith, but it's not taken the level of faith that, yeah. that, that this guy had. You've seen them receiving that yeah, and processing yeah. it yep. in, in yeah. the way they can. Yeah, that it, probably the, the the most fun through this, the wrestling was the conversations with, with the girls. Yeah. Totally. Why? Seeing um seeing it makes sense, believing that, man, they're Christian. They love they they have a they have a Holy Spirit inside of them, you know? They have yeah. the Holy Spirit inside of them. And the, and you could see that even, yeah, even maturing how, and Yes. And yep. That's great. Is there anything you've been doing with Kay right now in this season of transition? I'm just thinking about all those yeah. pastors out yep. there that, you know, it's easy to think about the mechanics of the ministry and kind of the transition offices and some of those things, staff, those things. Is there anything you guys are doing together or that you're doing with her or for her in just, this season? Just a lot of conversation, which we've always had. She's, we're, she's a great communicator. You know, I'm, I'm a communicator. So probably the healthiest thing about our marriage is there's never been, you know, tension beneath the surface that would, it always gets bubbled. Yeah. Really. You bring it to the, bring it to the top. It gets quick, bubbled huh? really fast. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, um, Obviously, moving is a stressful, yeah, a stressful thing. Um, you know, there's always something, you know, something that else on the on the list, and yeah. and the time is shorter. Like seven days, we're in a moving vehicle, you know. So yeah. seven days from right now, so it's um, I'm I'm trying to take stuff off her to do list. She's trying to take stuff off my to do list. It's all all hands on deck. Yeah, so just kind of working together in that. Yeah, totally. Being aware, maybe too. Yeah, uh, just kind of thinking about the. Are you trying to there. trying to tell me to go home and do something? No, yeah, I, no, I'm saying. Like, I'm like, yeah, oh man, yeah. what have I not done today? Actually, I just I'm thinking about that person that's out there listening. Yeah, who's who's in the same spot or will be in the same spot? Yeah, it's in, it's in, not glorious. I mean, you realize that the you said yes, and the Lord He does this. He reveals each step of the way because you're like, oh man, things you wouldn't have said yes to. Well, you said, I still would have said yes. Cause I was um, <laughs> jacked about Mariners and, and, yeah, and yeah. Irvine, but you're like, gosh, this is more, it's more work than I remembered it being. Yeah. Moving is yeah. more work than you remembered it. Yeah. Being. Yeah. Hey, who's let's shift gears. Who's been someone that's really shaped your ministry. Who's what's a person out there. That's been a huge influence for you. Yeah. And, and what has been the breakthrough in your ministry that, that that person has helped with? I mean, I really think my wife has been the biggest okay. influence on me. She has definitely softened me towards people. You know, I was. What do you mean? Well, if you look at the personality profile things that we, the insights that we yeah. we both of us have utilized, yeah. I'd be low on the green, right? You know, right. very low. You so can, for you insights, can, green is that that harmonizer, the harmonizer, yeah. the one who wants everybody to be happy yeah. and then feel included. Yeah, you have to you have to get get um, some glasses to look down. Oh, he's got a little bit of green on the chart. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's not much there, um, but she's. She's really helped me um, understand people better. She's so, I mean, she's she's the best with people. And yeah. so she's, she's sanctified. God's used her to sanctify me, make me more holy in, in terms of people, compassion, understanding understanding that um, everyone's behavior makes sense to them. It's something she talks to me about or has. Um, she's, the way that, that she puts her faith into practice, she teaches public school, um, the way she influences families it's hmm. it's 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 a remind she's an example to me of um your faith really impacting every part of your life and so i mean there's other people that have impacted me but i've been with her for you know 22 years yeah almost so it's she's for sure been the biggest 22 years 22 of, years of, of her faithfully walking with the lord in front of me you know yeah and, and is there something you guys are doing 
I'm thinking about just, again, kind of getting immensely practical for the, that leader out there. Is there something you guys do regularly? I know you said you talk. You said you communicate. We have is sex there, regularly, there too. Ha- have sex regularly. Yeah. That's also helpful. It's good. Is there a practice or a uh, or a, a habit beyond those things yeah, yeah. that you do to keep your uh, yeah. relationship uh, 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 we, we, close? We, <laughs> we date, um, and we go – we date – Usually once a week, uh, we'll go on a date or have an in-house date. Yeah. What does that mean? Um, if we go somewhere, we'll, um, she'll get a babysitter. And, yeah. and we, we've loved going to restaurants and that. Yeah. We've enjoyed that Local restaurants, right? Local restaurants. And then we also um, we'll take we take a vacation together, just us, okay. once a year. Yeah. And so we just did that in July. And that's—our kids don't like it at all. They hate that, the fact that we— Leave them. That we leave them. But yeah. every year. Uh, we spent a whole week together, just us. Yeah, and that's it's always. But we we have the co- level of conversations that we have in that one week. Do you prepare for that conversationally? Do you do you kind of schedule no. ahead some of the things, or do you just let it be organic, organic and just talk yeah. about those things? I imagine this this July you had a lot on this your mind. July this was, July, this, yeah. this July was a lot of this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is there a, is there a book you guys read, or is there anything like that, or do you just mm. literally just keep it organic and yeah, and I, you know I I. There's a time in our marriage when we would have joint devotionals together. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't, and maybe I need to repent and become a better husband. We don't do that as much as, I, like yesterday morning, I was uh, spending time in the, in the Word, and she was outside doing um, a Bible study. I, I went out and, and told her about this one thing I read, and then uh, she was like, hey, what do you think about this? And so that's how it happens more, yeah. where— She's she's spending time with the Lord. I'm spending time with the Lord. She'll ask me questions. I'll ask her questions. Um, kind of that, that iron sharpening thing. That's how it happens. The, that's how it mostly happens. Yeah. Is that something, when you think about leading a church staff again, leading your team, is there anything, you know, within that that you feel like, hey, I want to help I want to help our team get better in their relationship with their family as, as husbands and wives yeah. and fathers and yeah, mothers? Yeah. Big, big thing is, being sure that our marriage is and family is as healthy as it can be as an example, you know, yeah. to the, to the team. And then, and then really do caring about, about their families. And a their lot marriages. of pastors feel a pressure about that. And we, we see, yeah. you know, kind of the dark side of that, you know, pastors, wives feeling pressure to, to be involved in everything and right. pastors feeling pressure to have the perfect family. I How think, are you yeah. guys going to, I think there's too much, there's that. way, way too much pressure often on that. You know, here's the six things you got to do. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, GK Chester, Chesterton said that they're the most extraordinary thing in the world is an ordinary man and his ordinary wife and their ordinary children. Sweet. That's like the most extraordinary thing in the world. So, you know, part of it, I think is it's having an ordinary, yeah. healthy marriage in front of people. Not trying to be perfect, but Not, just be yeah. ordinary. Have an ordinary, love your kids, love your wife, have an ordinary marriage. That's extraordinary. Yeah. And and people always say that Chesterton was several decades always ahead of his time. That that quote is more true now. Yeah. How rare it is. To just see an ordinary. An ordinary man, an ordinary woman, and their ordinary kids. That's oh. extraordinary. Yeah. I'd be, I hope you're out there and real ordinary for those guys. That'd yeah. Amazing. Hey, I always ask three questions in every podcast. Yeah. And so as we kind of land the plane here, what's one daily or regular habit you practice that keeps you close to the heart of God? What's something that keeps you close and in sync and in walk yeah. with God? The, the scripture. 
Yeah. Spend time in the Word every day. Okay. I get that. What's that look like for you? I mean, is there something you do? Chapter a day. You read a chapter a day? Yep. And just, you, you, is there, is there something you do in processing? Is there something you do? I, I wake or, up. Um, you just, you just read it and read roll? it, have a pen. Okay. You know, sometimes it's, it's uh, 10 minutes. Sometimes it's, it's longer. Sometimes yeah. I'm going and doing some digging on it. Yeah. Um, but so that, there's no boundary on it. You just, you read it and it's okay, Lord, what do you, yeah, some, what do you want to some, say to me in this? Yep. That's how I do it. And yeah. it's, uh, you know, I, I do the, I don't have the acronym in my head, but someone asked me recently, if you had to have an acronym, what, what, what would it be? You know, it, I, I, I know I spend time in adoration, confession, yeah, Thanksgiving, yeah, stuff, yeah. you know, the ACTS, the, yeah, act, yeah, the, the ACTS acronym. Yeah. Um, I, now I did have, you know, early in my life as a new Christian, that was helpful to me, yeah, you know, to yeah. have a, have a rhythm. Like having those rhythms are important yeah. early on. And right? it, for it sure. And, and, and I believe that I do that now because that's just how I've spent time with the, the Lord. memory. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it's not, um, I'm doing three minutes of a, you know, yeah. four minutes yeah. of C, yeah. not knocking that. But I think because I did that early, um, my time, I read a chapter, spend time with the Lord. Yeah. It, it, it would probably look a bit like that. You yeah. Know? Probably too in the practice of what we talked about you and Kay and, and you know, yep. you know, doing your individual yes. studies and doing that. I mean, that probably comes from a foundation of time spent together in the word and totally and time uh, tracking along like that. If you go back to your first year of ministry and tell yourself one thing, what would it be? Um, slow down. Yeah. Um, Cause I, I was, I was consumed with trying to um, be the hero mm-hmm. and meet every possible need and make it easily I, I mean looking back um when people talk about and i talk about ministry idolatry making ministry your god oh my gosh that there that the the tendency is there for sure in my heart yeah, for that yeah. to happen and early in the game that's for sure what what happened yeah what what was the switch there what was a breakthrough moment in slowing down for you or, um or? it I, I know exactly when it was it was uh <laughs> It was a baseball game. I was a youth pastor that I went to because some of the kids were in it. Mm-hmm. I had been at the school earlier in the day, brought lunch to some kids. I was at doing all the right things the youth yeah, pastor is supposed dude, to do, right? I was at this. Um, I was sitting by this family in the bleachers. Their son was playing in the game. I was at their son's game, and the mom said, "So when are you going to bring lunch to our kids?" And I thought, oh my gosh, it, it's never going to be enough. Yeah, I'm ne- I'm never going to be able to do enough. I'm never. I'm at this game. My wife is home by herself. I'm at a game, and 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 you're. It's not. Thank you so much for the impact you're having and being here. Being here, our, our son can see you in the stands. This is making such an impact. It was when are you going to bring lunch to? I I um, left probably the fourth or fifth inning and just overwhelmed on the way home. I mean, I think I, w- I was crying on the way home. Oh my gosh, it's never going to be enough. I'm never going, it. no matter, how, I could work 22 hours a day and it won't be enough. And, and that's, I. So what'd you do different then? What what did that cause you to do? I give up at, at trying to be be the hero. Um, it was basically a way that the Lord confronted me with, with the stupidity of idolatry. Um, and I, I had a season where I, I mean, I, I had, I really believe neglected my marriage, first couple of years of marriage, and um, 
went back and I mean, pretty real quickly stopped doing that. You, you set know? up some boundaries. You, yeah, you st- just 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 thought, you know what? No matter what I do, these I'm going to disappoint people. So let me disappoint people for dating my wife. Let me disappoint yeah. people for having a, a better marriage. You disappoint people for spending more time studying you know, yep. some of those things. Yep. It's good. Is there one book you consistently recommend or give as a gift? Is there one book that's just, you know, that's flying out of your hands to someone yeah. else's hands? Other than... Design to lead. Design, or, man. Design to lead is uh, it's top shelf, man. <laughs> you know, that's my. That's what I give away. Most. Yeah, thank you. Either simple church, design to lead. Hey, I'm just or glad you mentioned something other than simple church because yeah. you know, multiple times people are like, you know, Wait, you wrote, you're the guy that wrote simple. You church? wrote simple church. It's yeah. like you know, I did write some stuff after simple church. Yeah. You know? Um, two two books. We have three words at our church. We've read simple church. That's so funny. That is so funny. Yeah. And that's sad, but it is. No, but it's helped. I mean, I think yeah. that was a revolution for many well, churches. Well, so it can, let's, it can, I was kind of being yeah. coy there, but the reality is, is that that was revolutionary. Yeah. No, it's, it can be helpful. What I don't like is when people um, just throw up three words and it yeah. doesn't impact any of their programming decisions. Yeah. They don't know what it means. Yeah. It they, means something they, different they, than every they, They've got, they've got some phrases, but it hasn't impacted their philosophy. But let's acknowledge that for many, that's even a big step though. To, 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 to have a, to have a target on the yeah, wall. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I think there's a lot of Thanks for redeeming yourself after knocking the book. Appreciate it. I I mean, (laughs) I'll read it one day. Uh, Man, Spiritual Leadership by Oswald Sanders, 21 chapters. I've I've read it with every team I've ever led. So that's... uh, Why? um, It's just just solid wisdom on being a leader. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a a solid, solid read. It's it's a great book to to read with the team because there's so many good discussions that come out of it. Um. John Stott, The Cross of Christ, to me is um, the most important work I've read on on the central message of the Christian faith. Yeah, you know, so that those two books are probably books I recommend the most to people. Is there an outlier book outside maybe that you wouldn't find on a on a leading Christian retailer shelf that's not yeah. necessarily written for a church audience that that has impacted your leadership or or given you a a fresh insight. Mm. Man, man, as you know, I've read a lot of quote unquote non non Christian books, so it's hard to answer. You know which which would be the most. Uh, Ram Sharan's Leadership Pipeline yeah. really was a helpful read in terms of even some thinking behind Design to Lead. Mm-hmm. Um, when when we when I led Christ Fellowship to go multiple campuses years ago. Uh, e Myth revisited, mm-hmm. basically yeah. building you know being not being a baker, but building a system of bakers, you know, working on, not yeah, in, yeah, yeah, working on, yeah. not in. That was a real helpful read. Um, you know, that, um, some business process reengineering old school, yeah. uh, books, um, Michael Hammer. Um, he was an engineer type. He, people, people don't realize, but a lot of his work, uh, did impact some of my thinking on simple church wow. years ago. But, um, but it's a really boring read, <laughs> and he's no longer he's he's no longer um, he's no longer alive. But uh, basically, those two those two things aren't connected. Yeah, no, that's not connected. Yeah. Uh, he read his own book and died. It's just so boring. <laughs> uh, now it's, it's in chapter three. <laughs> uh, basically, not to think just in terms of purposes because yeah. you can go uh, ver- um, vertical that way, but think in terms of process because people interact with an organization on a horizontal way. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Eric, thanks for taking a little time out of your uh, busy schedule in this transition season to share a a few breakthrough moments with our our folks. And uh, thanks for having me. Look forward to seeing God do some pretty great stuff out at Mariners. Thank you.
you. We'll see you along the way. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to My Ministry Breakthrough from the Oxano Podcast Network. You can head over to myministrybreakthrough.com to join the conversation and access our show notes, including the books or other resources mentioned in this episode. If you enjoy hearing these stories of ministry breakthrough, we would be honored if you would subscribe, rate, and even leave a review on iTunes or your preferred podcast provider. Thanks again for listening.